0: Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. We're gonna talk about the subprime auto loan market. And things are happening and they're happening fast. About a week ago, a story came out and I wanna read it to you today about how repos are starting to explode again. You remember how we had all those stories about repos? About, I don't know, seven, eight months ago and then everything sort of disappeared. Well, now the subprime market is really imploding. Lenders are literally pulling back or literally walking out the door and saying, we're not even even doing loans anymore. Especially in the subprime auto uh, market because the people That are buying these cars simply cannot afford them. The cars are way too expensive. The dealers are getting greedy. They're just marking these things up. Put down in the comment section if you've uh, had dealings with a dealer lately that you think has been literally trying to stick it to you uh, with higher prices, exorbitant fees. Let me know down in the comment section what you think about that. But the facts are repos are up. So check this out. This uh, story is out of the drive and it is entitled Repos Rising Again Is Subprime Auto Loans Put Owners Way Behind? It's a bad sign for the economy when the tow truck business spikes. That's what we're seeing now. As a Bloomberg report details, the recent dramatic increase in auto repossessions, not only is it a stark contrast to the COVID pandemic's peak when financial relief helped more, Americans stay ahead on their car loans, but some stats show it's even more dire than during the 2009 financial crisis. Let me stop real quick and say a couple of things. First off, there's nothing worse than get you know getting bullied or going into a dealer and just trying to get. A car and always feeling like you're like either a third-rate citizen or someone's trying to take advantage of you. I think that's completely crazy. Um, but in the last couple of years, we have seen dealers do crazy things. I was actually at a car show the other day looking at a 2023, what, LT3 C8 Corvette, and it had Lamborghini, Lambo doors. This guy that owns it, I gotta be honest with you, just You could tell, pretty full of himself, pretty stoked. Hey, i got the coolest car here. There was an original Shelby Cobra, like, right down the aisle, though, just so you know. Uh, So two of my dream cars. um, I paid $5,000 to put these Lambados on, and he was talking about how he paid $20,000 over a sticker, and that was a smoking deal. Let me know in the comments section if you think that was a smoking deal. But he literally said, and it came out of his mouth, I really hope, and he was talking to someone else. He wasn't talking to the Ninja. Uh, He really did say, he goes, I really hope that the car keeps its value at least for a little while. I don't think that's even possible. But, you know, in the past, we've seen crazy things where car manufacturers and dealers do things. Where dealers hide inventory on other lots. Then we've seen auto uh, manufacturers that can't, uh, like, sell the cars. That they would rather literally crush them and destroy them than actually put them on the market and take a hit. Because they say in sales that once you start lowering your price, it's really hard to recover from that and bring those prices back up. So... It wouldn't be surprising to me if these companies that are taking these cars off the market, these repossessions, if they're being held somewhere for a little bit of time. You know, we see stories like this of these auto repos just exploding. And all of a sudden, he's like, well, I don't see it in my dealership. Well, it takes a while to get the repo in, get it processed, get the, the title transferred back over to the... Uh, the, the lien holder, and then be able, for them to be able to sell it at an auction. Then it takes a while for that auction. And if they try and sell it for more than what the public wants or what the dealers wanna pay for it, it's gonna sit, it's gonna go no bid, it's gonna go back off uh, into the parking lot and wait for the next auction. So you guys have been seeing this. We've all been seeing a lot of cars go no bid in a specific range. Now, when we're talking about subprime, that's an interesting thing because subprime used to be, you know, clunkers, you know, older cars, right? That people shouldn't be, you know, they can't afford nice new cars, and then they got these. But in the last couple of years, subprime (laughs) has been crazy. They, people that shouldn't even be driving a older, older Camry are literally driving around in a, a Hemi, I mean, a brand new, you know, Charger, you know, Challenger, all these like newer cars and it just blows my mind what they were able to get away with. So there's a lot of loss going on right now. Anyway, so let's dive in. Bloomberg cites the data from Fitch Ratings saying that 5.3% of subprime auto borrowers are 60 days later more on their payments. Compare that to May of 2021, when the number reached seven year low of 2.58%. These numbers show that high APR loans are becoming a much bigger problem for drivers than when they initially signed and bought the car. Not all statistics support 2022 as the worst year in recent history for repossessions. Cox Automotive estimates that back in 2009, repos totaled roughly 1.77 million, significantly more than the 1.68 million in 2019. Hold the phone there. So at the bottom, pretty much arguably close to the bottom, between 2009 to 2012 was the bottom of the Great Recession. Really, 2010, 2011 was that really key point. But it was, we haven't seen these numbers since then and that was after everyone got laid off so we're already at that point now true we're seeing all kinds of news stories and I cover them here on the channel of people losing their jobs like literally thousands a day right now are are being laid off but the big layoffs like I was saying before are going to start around the fall right because of the cyclical nature of things and as this banking collapse keeps brewing it's going to get worse, ultimately, lead to more layoffs. So remember, these numbers that are coming out and people are like, hey, this is happening, and you're like, I don't see it. As car lots keep getting filled, let me know in the comment section. Is your local car dealership uh, getting filled? As a matter of fact, somebody emailed me from, what is it, uh, down south near Montclair, California, if I remember right, and they said that their... Uh, nearby auction was literally all day long flatbed tow trucks delivering cars and filling that lot up right now as we speak. So the point is, is it takes a little bit of time and it is only going to get worse from here as more people get laid off. Now it says here, like it says, uh, Cox Automotive estimates that back in 2009, repos totaled about 1.77 million, significantly more than the 1.68 million in 2019. That's not that much difference. It's like really right there. And a 1.2 million last year. So there's no hard and fast rule on what warrants a repo either. And it's mostly at the discretion of the lender. Now let me remind you, I've said this before and I'll say it again. In 2018, 2019, our economy was cratering. People don't realize how bad it was. The banks were cratering, they didn't trust each other. The overnight lending rate went to like 12.5%. To give you some perspective, in in 9-11 and during the Lehman Brothers crisis of 2008, it spiked to Uh, 6.6% and 6.5% respectively, if I've got the numbers off my head right. The point being is that in 2019, for it to go to 12%, that was bad, right? So the Fed and the government needed something and lo and behold, a few weeks later, what happened? A flu came out and they shut down the economy and flooded the market with money, okay? So now we're seeing that money sloshing around. We saw it sloshing around for two years. Prices of homes explode, prices of cars explode, all kinds of crazy things. Now it's all coming to a head, and it's coming to a head really, really fast. It says here that banks and credit unions have seen the benefits of loaning money to people at higher rates, even if the drivers aren't likely to make their payments. That's because they can split the loans into bonds and sell them off. Rating agencies say that some investors would still benefit from this practice, even if 75% of the borrowers defaulted on their loans. So long as the car has returned a decent amount of the original price at auction. And that is the key. What do you think? Do you think that these cars, after getting uh, repoed, and let's say they've been purchased and people have been paying on them for like the last two, maybe three years. Do you think those cars are coming back at the same price or even better or just a little bit under? What would they were originally paid for? I'm going to argue no. So think about that. But think about that business model where literally you could repossess 75% of the cars and still make a profit. That's a scary, scary business. I mean, scary, amazing with profit. But you got to look at how many people are just getting taken over and over because they simply can't get in in control of their credit, in control of their debt, have money to pay cash for a car, or at least put a significant amount, 20, 30, 50% down that car. It says here, the increased cost of living combined with nearly 20% interest rates on used cars has the towing business booming. Whereas repossessors struggled to keep small teams busy during the height of the pandemic, they're now urgently seeking drivers just to keep up. Ford at least has a potential remedy for this recent patent application details. And that's about Ford, you know, pretty much saying the car is going to repossess itself. Holy cow, things are changing and they're changing fast. If you work for a repossession company, please comment down below. Let us know what you're seeing. I wanna hear some boots on the ground information. And uh, guys, if anyone works for the repossession business and wants to tell me what's really happening, email me at ninjabrohawk at gmail.com. Nobody else asks for financial advice. I can't give it. My emails get clogged anyway, but I'm trying to get real boots on the ground information for you. So if you work for a repo company, ninjabrohawk at gmail.com. Guys, I thank you so much for watching. With that being said, The Economic Ninja, is out.